Hello and welcome to the season one finale of Trees 3 here on Sports Tree LTD. Folks, I'm Connor Antry and I'm jacked up to be giving you our final show of 2021 here on Sports Tree LTD. As I said before, folks, all of my NFL picks will still be available on the platform, but we'll be back in a month's time when the UFC comes back into action. They're taking a month break, and guess what? We get a little off season two. We've been going for a year straight. Also, Today, folks, your Trees 3 Trivia Raffle. Somebody's going to win a pair of tickets to go see their favorite NBA or MLS team play live right here in the lucky Notre Dame helmet. All the names, all the trivia entries are in there. Over 100 entries. The, the names are tiny. Little hundred, over 100 entries in that mini helmet. We're going to have to start using the big helmets in the back for Season 2, folks. But here we go, getting into it with our bump and stump of the week. Our stump of the week, folks, has to go to LA Chargers head coach Brandon Staley. Why? Because he left nine points on the field. You're playing the KC Chiefs. I get that you need touchdowns, but before half, you kick the darn field goal. You left nine points on the field. The game goes to overtime. You lose because your defense got hung out to dry all game and they were tired. Terrible coaching. You could have been in first place in the AFC if you just stuck to the game plan and kicked the dang field goal. Learn how to coach, you stump. Our bump of the week, folks, has to go to Steph Curry. Earlier this week, he broke Ray Allen's three-point record for the all-time most three-pointers in NBA history. He is officially the three-point king. Congratulations, Steph Curry. That's awesome, and that is history being made and worthy of our bump of the week. Coming in at number three this week, folks, on Trees 3 is our UFC picks. Now, UFC picks are now brought to you by the MadLabMMA.com. Sign up today for just $50 a month for your full breakdown of all MMA events, whether it's Bellator, whether it's the Jake Paul fight, because, hey, I keep it real with the UFC, but these guys, they do it all. Use the code ST2021 when you sign up and earn 20% off of your subscription. Folks, I'm going to get into this with my favorite picks now. We're starting with Raquel Pennington versus Macy Shazan. I like these ladies to go to war. Shazan is the bigger, younger fighter. However, Pennington has only ever lost to women who are or fought for world championships. With all things considered, folks, I like the over one and a half rounds in this fight. Macy Shazan, she's the bigger, longer girl, as I said, and she should have success with her outside striking. The problem is Rocky Pennington knows how to make these kind of fights brawls. I like her to get inside, get this fight against the cage, and ride out this decision. So make sure you take the over one and a half rounds. Up next, folks, it's a heavyweight clash between Harry Hunsucker, one of my favorite names to say in the UFC, versus Justin Taffa. And here's a fun fact about Harry Hunsucker. None of his fights have ever seen the second round. He's a professional fighter, 100% finish rate all in the first round. Win or lose, it happens in the first two minutes of the first round. I'm not kidding. Make sure you take this fight to go for less than the distance. I like one of these guys to get knocked out. Someone's going down in this heavyweight clash. Up next, folks, we got a lightning quick matchup between Barcelos and the newcomer, Henry. And I like Barcelos. He's legit, and I love it. He has four knockdowns in six UFC fights and averages nearly two takedowns per 15 minutes of octagon time. Henry's making his UFC debut and is a hell of a striker, but once he gets put on his back, he is done. I like Barcelos to get him down and ride out this win. Give me Barcelos. Folks, up next, it's Matias Gamrot versus Carlos Diego Ferreira, and I like Gamrot in this one. Ferreira is a solid fighter, but he has a weakness for being taken down and controlled 
controlled as of late. Gamrot's averaging five takedowns per 15 minutes, and he's also an excellent striker who is 19-1 as a professional mixed martial artist. This is almost a pick and fight, folks. Make sure you ride with Gamrot. Up next, folks, if I were to have a lock of the night, this would be it. It's Rafael Asuncao versus Ricky Simone. Ricky Simone's on a three-fight win streak with 20 takedowns across those three fights. Rafael Sunset is old, he's washed up, he doesn't have great cardio. I like Ricky Simone to take him down and just grind out this fight till a Sunset just gets too exhausted to continue. Up next, folks, we see one of the strongest pound-for-pound strikers in women's mixed martial arts in Amanda Lemos taking on Angela over Kill Hill in the straw weight division. Amanda Lemos is a killer. I think she's the most powerful striker in that straw weight division. The problem is she's taking on an Angela over Kill Hill who's never been knocked out. I think Lemos has the grappling advantage, and I think she's going to utilize that, but I see this fight going over one and a half rounds. I just don't see Lemos finishing Hill, and I think Hill's going to turn it on later and possibly win the third round. So look for this fight to go over the one and a half rounds and be a super competitive fight. For your co-main event, folks, it's Bilal, remember the name Muhammad, versus Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, one of my favorite fighters of all time. But Wonderboy, he's getting up there in age. However, he is the better striker, and he has the reach advantage. But if Bilal Muhammad can take Thompson down, there could be some trouble for Wonderboy, as we saw in his last fight. However, Wonderboy does have a 73% takedown defense, so I like this fight to be contested on the feet. I see Wonderboy getting the better of those strikes, but Bilal pushing the pace to try to get those takedowns. Make sure you take the over one and a half rounds. For your main event, folks, it's Chris Dacus taking on Derek Lewis, and there's a few things I want to highlight before this fight. Chris Dacus, yes, he is the better striker. He's got the better cardio. He's got the better movement, but he only weighed in at 230 pounds in his last fight. Derek Lewis weighs 265 pounds. He has to cut to make that 265-pound weight limit. I get that Dacus is going to have the movement. We've seen that work against Derek Lewis before. We saw Volkov pick apart Lewis for the better part of three rounds, but Lewis still knocked him the fuck out. Dacus is an excellent jiu-jitsu practitioner as well, but I don't see that being a factor at all against Derek Lewis. He's just too small to control Lewis on the mat. So I like Dacus to use his speed, his timing, and his boxing to pick apart Derek Lewis from the outside right up until the point he isn't. Derek Lewis is going to win this fight by knockout. I've seen Chris Dacus get rocked before. I've seen him get knocked out twice. Derek, if, you have, if you're chinny, Derek Lewis is not the kind of guy that you want to fight. Derek Lewis with the upset pick in the underdog spot via knockout. Coming in at number two, folks, if you're a fan of sports, if you're a fan of a comeback story, if you're a fan of golf, you'll be a fan of this. It is Tiger's comeback tour, and he's not doing it by himself. He's playing with his son, Charlie Woods, in the PNC Championship. Family tournament, awesome stuff. He's making a comeback with his son. Say what you will about Tiger Woods and his past marital problems. Yes, he may be a skis ball to some of you, but on the golf course, he is one of the best to ever do it. As a competitor, he's one of the best to ever do it, period. In that car accident, they need to use the jaws of life to get him out of that wreckage. He's out of that wreckage, he's rehabbed, and he's back playing with his son and a bunch of other legends. You have to tip your cap to Tiger Woods on that one, folks. Make sure you stay tuned in across Sports Street for all your PNC news across the weekend. Coming in number one this week, folks, is our NFL coverage, but we're going to do things a little bit differently this week because of all these COVID outbreaks. They're popping out of the ground like daisies. It's ridiculous. Baker Mayfield, gone. Case Keenum, gone. Brown's top two quarterbacks, gone. Washington football team's top two quarterbacks, gone. Von Miller, eight other Broncos, gone. 20 Cleveland Browns in total are gone. Seven Chicago Bears are gone. All of the Chicago Bears coaching staff actually, but, May, but Matt Nagy, pardon me, are gone. How am I supposed to project game scripts and tell you guys how these games are supposed to go if I don't even know who's going to be on the field? 
So we're going to do things a little bit differently. I got some monkey knife fight props for you guys to turn a profit on, and we'll break down a couple games that actually have players on the field. Well, Elton John did say Saturday night's all right for fighting. It's also all right for football. I know it's a little weird, but we have an NFL matchup. We're staying away from that Browns matchup because we have no idea who's playing quarterback, running back, receiver. We have no idea if the Browns are actually going to be able to field a team. As I said, 20 of their players have tested positive for COVID, but we have the Pats visiting the Colts later that night, and we're going to play a more or less contest here on Monkey Night Fight with some fantasy points. Jonathan Taylor is riding a 10-game touchdown streak with 100 yards in seven of those 10 games, totaling 18 touchdowns. Wow. This week, he gets a Patriots defense that's allowed 114 rush yards per game and gave up 240 yards to the Tennessee Titans without Derrick Henry in the lineup. With 16 targets in his last three games, Taylor is primed for another massive showing no matter how Bill Belichick schemes to stop him. I'd like him to go for more than his fantasy point line on Monkey Knife Fight. As for Mac Jones, well, the Colts have given up 180 pass yards per game this season. They've also given up the second fewest fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks over the last five weeks. Give me the less there, please. For a matchup that looks somewhat normal on Sunday, we're going to take a look at the Cardinals versus the Lions. Yes, the Cards should win this game, whether they're shorthanded or not, but we're going to play another more or less contest. Kyler Murray, I was all over him for more than 250 yards on Monkey Knife Fight last week, and he erupted for over 380 yards. Now he gets a Lions defense that's given up over 300 yards in two out of their last three games. Uh, give me the more on Kyler Murray, please, and thank you. As for Jared Goff, he's thrown at least 200 yards in all but two games this season, and the Cards have given up at least 200 passing yards in all but four games this season, including 229 yards to Andy Dalton and 287 yards to Matthew Stafford in their prior two games, respectively. Arizona's going to score in this game, and for Goff to keep pace, he's going to need to pass that ball a whole lot, so give me the more on Jared Goff, the more on Kyler Murray, and folks, give me the Cardinals to win this football game. All right, folks, for Sunday Night Football, I like the Buccaneers to win that game, and I love this over, and here's why. Tom Brady has thrown for over 300 yards in four of his last six starts, and over 360 yards in back-to-back -back games. I have a simple rule, don't bet against Tom Brady. On the other side of the ball, Taysom Hill has combined for 174 rush yards as the state starting quarterback through his first two weeks. Now he heads into a matchup against a Buccaneers defense that's allowed the six most rushing yards to quarterbacks this season. Taysom Hill is going to go off. Chris Godwin has 32 targets in the last two games, resulting in 25 catches and nearly 250 yards. Heading into a matchup against New Orleans that's allowed the third most passing yards to opposing wide receivers this season, I love Godwin in this spot. Also, don't even get me started on Leonard Fournette. He has double-digit fantasy points in five consecutive weeks. In that span, he scored six tutties and rushed for over 100 yards twice. His counterpart, Alvin Kamara, is coming off a career high in rushes, resulting in 120 yards and a touchdown on the ground. He's also one of the most versatile backs out of the backfield in the NFL, so look for Kamara to step up huge come Sunday night. Give me, the, give me that over every single time, and give me the bucks on Sunday night football. All right, folks, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. It's our Trees 3 trivia raffle, answering those questions all year, having to listen to me every single week, and it's all paid off for this moment. An opportunity to win MLS or NBA tickets to see your favorite teams play live. The runner-up gets a nice golf package, a hat, and a golf shirt, and third place gets a nice either a hat, Trees 3 hat, or Trees 3 t-shirt. The hats are pretty sharp. I'm rocking it right now. If you watch the Monday Morning Wrap, you know how this works. All the names are in our lucky Notre Dame helmet. Over 100 names in this Notre Dame helmet. Yes, it is a Chase Claypool helmet, but we're turning it this way because of his behavior as of late. Sorry, Steelers fans. It's just a fact. I love Claypool. He's a Canadian. Let's get into it, folks. The first name we pull will be the winner. Second place will be runner-up. 
Third place will finish third. We'll read them to you in reverse order. All right, here we go, folks. Your winner. There we go. We have it. Second place now. And third place now. All right, folks. Here we go. We got the names all out, laid out here for us. Are you guys ready for this? Coming in, in third place, winning a Sports Tree t-shirt of choice, John Richardson. Oh, no, it's not a t-shirt of choice. Sorry, you either get this hat or a t-shirt, the Trees 3 t-shirt. So not really of choice, but you know what? There you go, John. Rep the brand, baby. Let's go. Congratulations. Coming in second place for our trivia raffle is Darren Sukanek. Congratulations, Darren. There's your name. You get a nice golf package. You're going to get a hat and a golf shirt from us to rep on the greens and the links, whether you're down in Florida or if you have to wait a three, four months, you know, whatever. Darren, you're going to look good. You're going to pull with it. You'll look good at the bar. What, can, what more can you want, buddy? Coming in first place, winning a pair of tickets to go see your favorite MLS or NBA team play live. Charlie Skipworth, one of our most prolific users for sure. That's what you get. The guy answers the questions, he gets in, and he wins. Free tickets, just like that. Boom, there it is, folks. Season one of Trees 3 in the books. Thank you so much, all of you. Thank you all so much for tuning in this year. It's been an awesome ride. We'll be back bigger and better than ever for next season. And guess, guys, I honestly, like, thank you guys so much. Make sure if you guys need some holiday merch, you go check out our shop. It's awesome stuff. Charlie Skipworth, congratulations. John Richardson, congratulations. Enjoy your t-shirt or your hat. And Darren Suckinick, baby, congratulations on your golf package. Charlie. What team do you want to go see live, baby? It's all up to you. Folks, I'm Connor Roundtree, and cheers. You've made it to the weekend, and you've made it through 2021. We'll see you next year. Three, two, one.